0: All right, well, like Leslie said, my name is Danny Brown. I am a self-employed, work-from-home mom of three. Um, All of them have birthdays in the next couple months, so they will be 15, um, 10, and 6. So we have our kiddos all spaced apart. Uh, We have our youngest one just started kindergarten this year, and our oldest one just started high school, so it's kind of crazy um let's see i have been married to my husband chuck for 13 years i'm also the coordinator for the mom-to-mom ministry Um, i don't know a lot of you are probably familiar um, with the mops program the moms of preschoolers program that we had before this Um, i was part of that for eight years and i served in the mops leadership in some capacity for six of those years so it's been really fun just to kind of like grow up with my kids in this ministry um, for the past 20 years, uh, Cape Bible Chapel hosted the Moms of Preschoolers program. Um, this program was designed for moms with newborns through the kindergarten year. Through this ministry, many of us formed lifelong friendships. We grew in our walks with the Lord, we grew in our parenting, and we learned how to be bold friends who loved and served each other well. But what happens after that kindergarten year, whenever they age out of, well, when we age out of the uh, Moms of Preschoolers program? Does the neediness and loneliness of parenting end? Do you have all the answers now? Is your community of friends, your tribe, is it unchanging, is it set in stone? Are your children now perfect? Of course not. Moms of elders, you need community too. You need encouragement. You need women in your life who can pray for you, encourage, and send you back to the foot of the cross over and over again. You still need grace and mercy every single day. Your kids still need grace and mercy every single day. The enemy is out to kill, steal, and destroy, and he wants you living in isolation. He wants your kids to stumble on the worldly path I don't want your families destroyed. This is when mom to mom comes in. We want to extend our formal mom ministry beyond the preschool years to include those in other seasons of motherhood. The truth is, no matter what season of parenting we're in, whether we have a newborn or an adult child, it's hard. And our needs are need for God's grace and our need for each other, they don't change. Our goal with mom to mom is to provide tools that equip you for every season of motherhood. Our hope is that the presentation of the gospel through this ministry will result in gospel living within our homes. Our desire is that we stand firm in one spirit, Philippians 1.27, that we sharpen one another, Proverbs 27.17, and that we train our children up in the Lord. Proverbs 22:6. Whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Then, whether I come and see you or only hear about you in my absence, I will know that you stand firm in one spirit, striving together as one for the faith of the gospel. Philippians 1:27. <clears throat> what does this mean? To conduct ourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ to stand firm in one spirit, to strive together as one for the faith of the gospel. Philippians 127 is mom to mom's foundation passage. It's this very verse that we built this ministry on. This verse motivates us to live our lives with spiritual integrity aligned with the gospel of Christ. If we say that we're changed, then we should live like we're changed. And that includes the ministry of parenting. The truth is, motherhood is kingdom work. We are raising little disciples, and they are sanctifying us in our own walks with the Lord. It takes an army to walk through these seasons of mothering, and it takes so, so much of God's grace. Our pastor here, Pastor Josh, recently preached a sermon series on Philippians. The Sunday that he walked us through Philippians 127, he said, A life impacted by the gospel lives in a manner worthy of that gospel, and it produces a unity in the community filled with fearlessness as you live your day-to-day life. In order to do this well, we need to stand firm in one spirit. We need a community supporting us, walking with us in the gospel. We need to rub shoulder to shoulder, striving together. We can't do this alone, and we weren't designed to do this alone. Don't be comfortable living this life on your own. If we aren't turning to people when we're alone, where are we turning? Are we turning to TV? To our phones? Are we staying isolated in our homes? Ask God to reveal the places in your heart that you choose comfort instead of people, and ask him to help you choose people. Invite them into your home. Meet someone for coffee. Be intentional to build relationships, to build your support system. If you don't do this now, then, when you, then you won't have it in your moments of crisis, and you won't have it when you just want to enjoy the fellowship of another. I wanna encourage you right now to let down any walls of self-protection, let go of your desires to be independent, and understand that we are not self-sustaining despite our best efforts. The truth is we were created needy and we were created relational. Go to God with your needs first and then seek each other out. Embrace that right now. We cannot rescue ourselves. Today, you have a table of women surrounding you. For the next nine months, this is your tribe and these are your people. In every group, you have leaders who are sound in faith. You have table moms our seasoned moms who have lots of life and experience under their belts. You have women with multiple kiddos, women with one kiddo, women with babies, toddlers, grade schoolers, and high schoolers. You even have moms with adult children. When your thoughts go spiraling, these are the women you can turn to for support, for prayer and encouragement. Ask for help. These are women who are in the same season as you, once you can say, I'm right there in those toddler trenches. Or, I get it, I'm struggling with my teen as well. Life is meant to be lived together. In Philippians 2.4, Paul says, let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. There are moms at your tables who need you to pour into them. They need you to check in, to pray, and support. They're struggling, and they feel alone and isolated, so look for them. See them. Remember that deep friendship requires both giving and receiving. Let's get in the habit of showing up for each other and loving each other deeply. Moms with grade schoolers, high schoolers, and adult children, all your years of parenting, the encouragement you received as a new mom, the lessons the Lord taught you along the road, those aren't meant for you alone. Those are meant to be shared. Those years are a testament of his faithfulness in your life, and his desire is that you share that testimony with others. Titus chapter 2 verses 3 through 5 tells you, seasoned moms, to teach what is good, and so train the young women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind and submissive to their husbands, that the word of God may not be reviled. God's intent for us is to have intergenerational relationships. Moms in the early years, the newborn and toddler stages, seek out the women in similar seasons as you. If newborns are a struggle, pack up those babies and toddlers and make a play date at someone's home. Hospitality does not mean you have to claim your home in order to invite people in. Hospitality means you're gonna open your front door. More often than not, those play dates will wear out the extra toddler energy and they will most likely fill your own heart tank back up as you share and laugh with the ladies around you. Don't wait to call in an emergency lifeline here. Make the plans now and let the coffee and conversation... <laughs> where it go? <laughs> make the, <laughs> the plants smile and let the coffee and conversation flood those anxious thoughts and fill you with laughter and encouragement. I also want to encourage you to seek out a mom who has a little more parenting experience. Invite her into your home and allow her to encourage you, to offer some practical advice or maybe you just need a listening ear to cry to, a friend who will pray for you. These relationships are so life-giving. I can imagine that many of us are craving deep relationships, and that's why we're here. Decision-making and and disciplining can be mind-numbing and never-ending. We need one another. So I encourage you to let yourselves be known by the women around you, to be vulnerable and honest and share the hard stuff with each other. Don't just share the Instagram life. Let them see you in your rawness and see them in theirs. We cannot have connection without vulnerability. So what is holding you back from going all in? Is it shame? Is it baggage? Is it because we live in a cultural world that says we should be independent and self-sufficient? Are you tired? Perhaps you lack the energy to put forth into relationships. Parenting often shows us just how much we think of ourselves. I need more sleep, I need more quiet time, and likely you do. But when you can't get that right now, how do you respond? Does parenting reveal the ugliness in your own heart? Do these things keep you from seeking help, too ashamed of yourself to reveal the hidden struggles? Second Timothy 1.7 says, For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. We can be afraid for so many reasons, but Second Timothy tells us that God did not give us a spirit of fear. The enemy wants you to live in fear, but that is not what God says. No, he has given us power. He's given us love and he's given us self-control. You have what you need to fight. Be brave. God is more powerful than the enemy who wants you to shut down and live in fear. Resist the need to hide at home and embrace the call to live in community with others, striving for the gospel of Christ and standing firm in one spirit. Allow the woman around you to to speak into your life. Be iron that sharpens iron. Humbly allow yourselves to be the person that's sharpened by the iron. Your interaction with another should show up in both of you. You're going to have to trust each other. Allow yourselves to be fully known. If fear and independence prevent you from seeking community, you'll feel the benefit from the give and take of that sister-to-sister relationship. Confess your struggles, sins, and weaknesses to each other. Speak God's truth into one another's lives. Remember each other. Remind each other of God's grace a grace that we all need all the time. And remind one another that despite your failures today, just as sure as the sun will rise in the morning, God's mercy is new each and every day. Great is his faithfulness. Lamentations 322. So be available. Make time for others in your life. Bring people in. Decide to do that today. I want to encourage you to make room for these women outside of 930 to 1130 on the second Fridays of the month. Come to the mid-months, text each other, meet with each other, have play dates and coffee dates, pray for each other, and love and serve each other. Hebrews 10:24 to 25 tells us to consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Let us not give that moment together as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. This real-life fellowship is essential to growth and it's essential to persevering. How can we hope for support if we fail to meet? Like Paul, our hope is that we come and see you or only hear about you. We will know that you stand firm in one spirit, striving together, as one for the faith of the gospel. So let me go ahead and wrap this up in prayer. God, thank you today for your word, the very word that guides us through every season of life. Lord, while our lives are constantly shifting and changing, you remain the same. You are faithful, and you are steadfast. You love us with such depth that we cannot sit here unchanged by it. God, you are the perfect provider. You've given us all the tools necessary to walk forward in our seasons of parenting. Lord, you've given us your spirit to all who believe in you. We can trust you, Lord, with our deepest sorrows, our deepest desire, and we can trust you with every damaged and broken piece of our hearts. We can trust you with our very children. God, today, you've given us a community of women you've intentionally placed each woman in each group to spend the next nine months with. I ask that you foster those relationships, grow them, guide them. God, I thank you now that you will be with us during every laugh and every tear. And lastly, I ask that you grow each of us in our love for you and our love for each other. Bring us near and change our hearts. Mold them to be more like you. I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.